This is Friday, July 16th. What do you do when people you love fall? When they bring pain into their own lives? Now, where we are in numbers is the moment when the spies return from searching out the land of promise. The spies all return with the same report. Indeed, they all saw the same land, the same challenges and opportunities. But the conclusions they draw are worlds apart. Ten of the spies explain that the land is lush and beautiful, but the enemy cities are large, and they look like nothing to their enemies. Caleb and Joshua are among them, and they see the same things in the land and encounter the same people. But as we learned yesterday, they draw a different conclusion because God is in the picture with them and for them. The Lord promised to give this land to his people, and that's all they need to know. What they see is framed by their faith in God and their trust in the word, the promise of God. But notice the, what the leaders do when the crowd sides with the negative report. Here's our text for today, Numbers 14, verse 5 to 12. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the people of Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, Caleb, son of Jephunneh, who were among them, those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Do not fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their protection is removed for them from them. The Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Then all the congregation said to stone them with stones. But the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the people of Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will this people despise me? How long will they not believe in me? In spite of all the signs that I have done among them, I will strike them with pestilence and disinherit them. I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. Now first we read this response. Moses and Aaron are stunned by the decision of the people. They fall on their faces before the Lord. This is a mixture of grief and prayer, lament and pleading with God for mercy and grace. I think all parents know this type of grieving prayer. A child makes a critical life error. There's nothing to do but fall on your face before the Lord and plead for your child. I remember years ago being with a man who confessed his sin to me. He came to tell me the truth about what was happening in his life. There was no way to fix it. No way to get the toothpaste back into the tube. I sat before him and wept because I knew the heartache that was coming, the distress, the grief that lay ahead. What more could I do? Then I prayed with him for God's mercy. I prayed for forgiveness and healing, for hope to shine like light in the darkness. 
there was no way to hold back the tidal wave of consequences that would certainly come. But I would be with him in prayer, with tears in my eyes too. And this is what Moses and Aaron are doing. They know that this is something they cannot fix. The people have broken faith with the Lord. There will be consequences. But now look at Caleb and Joshua. They are younger men, but they also tear their clothes. This is a Jewish sign of overwhelming grief. The tearing of clothes signals the renting of one's heart. The one points to the other. These men are broken, but they are not resigned. They think they can change the day. Their faith is so strong, they think they can convince the people and turn this moment around. We must always live with a daring hope, but also an unflinching honesty about life. And we can see both in these men. They are the ones that risk their very lives by confronting the people and calling them to trust in God. It's difficult to imagine a more painful scene and a deeper pleading from these men to their brothers and sisters, their families. Do not turn from the Lord. It's a pleading we too must do at times, calling people we love to return to the Lord. And it takes such courage for them to do this. We people are on, when the people are on edge, and one wrongly worded challenge may result in the death of Joshua and Caleb. The people are heartbroken too, but for the wrong reason. They're heartbroken because their dream of easily entering into the land has been dashed. You see, they expected an easy way, but they discovered the only way would be by faith, a ruthless trust in the love of God and the promises of God. And for Joshua and Caleb, it's painful to see the truth when the others can only see the lie. Now, at this point, the people turn against Joshua and Caleb. It's remarkable that the people speaking the truth are so often seen as the enemy. The people want to stone them. Stoning carries thick symbolism. It was reserved for people that committed the worst sins against the community, and especially those that broke covenant. It's ironic that Joshua and Caleb, the ones keeping covenant with the Lord, will be stoned for breaking covenant with the people. Often to stand with the Lord will mean that people believe you are standing against them. But this is love, a love that is willing to risk death to bring life. And yes, this is precisely what happened when the people called for the crucifixion of Jesus. He came to save the people. He stood with the Lord of hosts, and yet he was deemed the enemy. He was killed in the most horrifying way imaginable by the very ones he sought to save. But again, this is love. This is the love that can set us free and bring us into the land God promised on oath to our forefathers. As we go through the day today, let us rest in this grace of Jesus. You know that Jesus' name is the same as that of Joshua. God sent Joshua to his people in the wilderness to prepare them for the great Yeshua, who would lead his people to true freedom. Let's pray together. Father God, your grace really is amazing. You take the very ones that turn from you and reject you. You forgive them so that you can bring them home. 
You give us a living hope, life that never fades. You do this because of who you are. So we worship you today and thank you for your goodness. We pray in the name of Jesus, our Joshua. Amen.